Hello and welcome to episode 362 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I'm my co-host, Justin. Deep in the ass of Alex, Texas. And Jeremy is uh, AFK. He went to uh, Dallas to see Dan TDM. I mean, Seth for Seth. But I Although like it is Diamond fun to, Dave or whatever. Diamond Dallas Page. I don't know, man. I really wish you'd figure out who that is because you're driving me nuts with that. Because <laughs> you're trying to figure it out and I don't Diamond have Diamond Dave. Inkling. I thought that was like... Uh, maybe that's the character's name in Minecraft. Mime, Mime, Dan Mime Oh. Diamond, oh, and one of the, like, the Dave. characters he runs around with? Yeah. Is Dan TDM, is he one of the British dudes? I thought that was... Uh, Stampy Longnose, yeah. I think is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Which the kids are probably like so totally over now. Yeah. We're more into Stampy Short Nose now. <laughs> Stampy Long Nose. That's so 2015, Justin. Uh, anyways, uh, so Justin, what's going on, man? Uh, you played Overwatch for one night. I did, and I, I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's Overwatch, right? Like I, I kind of always figured that I was like on the precipice of falling back into that opioid pit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which is one reason i was trying to avoid it but i was like yeah, i'll hop on maybe i'll get a few skins and just i at least want to play this mode it looks kind of fun i don't know i'll some overwatch um i played the mode and a couple times we played it um uh the normal way like, what uh, the can, fuck can God almighty. that's what i picked it up to do man hang on a sec you're over here jeremy i'm not you're, like jeremy so... isn't here but you've jeremy'd it jeremy's here in spirit yeah you've you've jeremy'd this podcast at least my phone's not going doesn't he have like a siren is that like a bird call or something it makes? doesn't he have like a siren oh, i don't know when it's like an important call or something call. anyway get on overwatch. overwatch um yeah so, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I was like, yeah, I think I've. I don't yeah. need to keep playing that yeah. or start playing that again. I did kind of. I don't know. I could see myself getting on and just like not because when I play Overwatch, I try to fill roles. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to help the team out. There's times when I'm just like, I'll just wait until the end and do whatever the team needs. Um, a lot of that is admittedly so that if I'm bad, I can at least type in a chat. Hey, I just filled the role because no one else wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault. Also helps with the confidence, you know. You're just you just do it your best and you're like, Oh, sorry, I had to do this role. It's not my fault if I'm sucking at it. You nobody else wanted to do it. Um But I could see myself hopping on and playing a little mercy or junk rap because like the characters play so differently. All so many of the characters play mm-hmm. like so differently. Bottle bothers me so much now. I got it. The funny thing is, is, so I'm drinking water, but it's not just water. I was like, huh, I'll get take some of these waters from uh, John's uh, uh, John's wedding, and I uh, didn't really read it. It's a sparkling yeah. water. Yeah. Which sparkling water always weirds just, me out. It's carbonated. Because, it's carbonated water. Yeah. Because you drink it, and your mouth is you telling you. You ain't got to talk like, into the bottle. The mouth is telling the And the mouth is telling you that. Uh, that you're gonna get this kind of sprite taste. This isn't this isn't a radio program where you have to come up with ways to do sound effects or something. Yeah, but why can't it be that? It's the wonderful I'm in a, magical we're in a world submarine of, or something. Of radio play. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you're like your your mouth tells you I'm about to get sprite. 
Mountain Dew, yeah, Mellow Yellow, Seven Up, maybe, and then there's nothing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, just uh, water, and yeah. it, and it, because it's not I like something how you tasty. Keep, keep drinking. You've drunk almost that whole bottle. Well, that's what's funny about it. I'm getting used to it. It's not. Tasty. I'm, acqui- I'm acquiring my taste for it now. Yeah. <laughs> I know it took me like a case, but I'm starting to get a real. Well, it helps that I haven't. I mean, I've drinking, I've drank a few sodas recently, but there for a good three months, I didn't have any sodas. Yeah. I barely had any sugar, um, and I'm I'm holding on to that somewhat. Mm-hmm. So it help that helps. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I'm just drinking my coffee with cream, whereas before it would be a couple teaspoons of sugar uh, and a sugary creamer. Anyway, uh, so Overwatch, I think, yeah. In fact, the next night, Jason was like, "Oh, you want to play Overwatch?" And I was like, "He was like, or are you?" Is all you needed? And I was like, yeah, I think that, yeah. I went back and started playing, uh, started playing Doom again. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time, I've played Halo games in the past on, like, not the hardest difficulty, but, like, the second hardest difficulty, the Legendary. I don't know. You'd probably remember better than I would. So, Legendary is the hardest. Okay, so maybe not Legendary, but yeah. one below Legendary. Right. And that's a really fun experience. The AI is just good enough. They do just enough Battle. damage. To where, like, you have to pay attention to what you're doing, and that can be a really fun way to play a first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, most first-person shooters you play, you play it on normal. You might run into a couple difficult areas, but you're kind of just blowing through the game. Uh, so I went back to Doom, because that's a really fun first-person shooter, and I bumped up the difficulty. Mm-hmm. And that is a challenge. Hmm. You can very quickly die at that difficulty. You have to actually pay attention to the projectiles and make sure you're dodging them. Uh, you got to stay the fuck away from demons because their melees will kill you in like three hits. Uh, so I'm playing that. And that's pretty fun. It's a different experience, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to keep to it because even the first time I played Doom, I got kind of the one thing I got annoyed with is old school style key card hunting. Which some, results in every once in a while you just get stuck and you're, you're looking at the map, trying to rotate it. Oh, I need to, how the fuck do I, it just, you know, I don't know if I want to go through that again, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, Game-wise, that's all I'm looking at right now. I've uh, almost wrapped up the third of the three seasons on of The Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Mm. I think I'm two episodes from the end of that. A little disappointed that they... So apparently there's been at least five seasons. Either way, we only have the most recent three seasons. And it sucks that, you know, didn't get to start from the beginning. I might check around on YouTube. It's you, you British series, you're more likely to find entire episodes on YouTube. Like, I think you can watch... There's some trivia show called QI, or I don't know if that's pronounced some way. Obviously, I don't watch the show because they probably would refer to the name of the show. Uh, but usually you can find full episodes of that on YouTube. Uh, British Breaking Show, still really good. You just like all the characters. I'm learning a lot. I don't think lot. they're characters. No, well, you know, you're right. I mean, but you end up just liking all the people because, I don't know, you want to root for everybody. Yeah. You start to get to know the people and the character, the, the characters of the people. Um. And I'm learning a lot about baking. I'm also learning about all kinds of uh, f- weird-ass European things that I ain't never fucking heard of before. 
that are ridiculously elaborate and I'm guessing would cost you like $50 in a French bakery shop. A really fancy French bakery shop. Yeah, just polish it off, man. There, yeah, thank God. Thank God. Uh, I really wish I really wish this podcast would start earning some money so I could be like, guys, we're professional. <laughs> we have a Patreon. It makes money. Yeah, it makes something. <laughs> hey, whatever it makes is okay by me. So anyways. Ah, uh, what else? Hand me the bottle. Just mm. hand me the bottle. What's it now? It's, it's good. I'm a, I'm a hand fidgeter type. And I don't. I don't. Oh, I uh, uh, started doing yoga mm-hmm. with a with a coworker. Ah, she sent me more pictures. The person that texted me before. Uh, and that's that's been interesting. I've I got on kind of a once I I, I lost a bunch of I lost yeah I lost a bunch of weight recently and I got on this what's a bunch. 30 pounds. All right. <laughs> I'll allow. Um, and so I got on this kick where I was like, yeah, I'm going to start working out. I, I want to improve my body. I want to make my body better. Uh, and I'd been, this coworker had been recommending yoga for uh, a while now. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go try that out. I, I don't think it's a bunch of bullshit or anything. I mean, it's about, it's about getting your body and keeping your body flexible and, not being something right, but is that so in shape? Damaged. Though, uh, I mean, you have to be in shape to do some of the poses. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's part of it. I want to be more limber. It's it's part of. It's not necessarily where I'm aiming to have some athletic build, mm-hmm. but I want to be more. I don't know. I, I guess I want to maintain mobility and flexibility in my body. Okay. Um, and if anything else, it seemed interesting to try out. And I really like it. Okay. It's, uh, it's amazing how much your body can hurt just trying to get, just trying to move your, move a part of it slowly into a position that in your head is no big deal. <laughs> um, like, for example, sitting cross-legged, but, with uh one entire leg above the other leg so that your your foot is resting on the other right. leg's knee and then bending forward while doing that just like stretches and strains all kinds of parts in your body and it's it's interesting because like yoga is there's a bit of a mindset to it where you have to kind of kind of think more basically think optimistically um uh, you know for me it's thinking about how my body like there's no reason I shouldn't be able to get into a position. There's nothing resisting. There, like a, there's not like a body part getting in the way. Well, yeah, it's but just I mean, the lack of flexibility. Can only stru- stretch so much. I mean, like. But yeah, but it's, it some... should be able to stretch more. I mean, that's the, when it when it can't. That it's you're, you're yeah. stiff. You know, I mean, there's a point in which you can't stretch any further. I mean. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I should keep on stretching. Oh snap! But. <laughs> Yoga accidents. It's like, yeah, my bicep should not tear, but it does. <laughs> Hence, like several NFL players last year. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds horrible. Groin tear away just from the any bone. kind of tear. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. Is that torn? Happen? I I know. Yeah, definitely. I always thought of it in my head, like you know, 
if they mention if it's a muscle, just literally just shredding just this big old, yeah. you know, like calf muscle in my head, just tearing in half. Mm-hmm. Ugh, horrible. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and then um, I'm trying to get into the weight room. Mm-hmm. I went Tuesday morning. Um, boy, am I weak. Just not a. Which is why I wanted to get in there. Just not a lot. Of, I mean, which is to be expected. I'm a sedentary person. I don't go lifting much stuff. Um, you should just buy you some free weights. Do it at home. You mean just like some dumbbells? Yeah. Just build up to what you feel like you should be doing, and then you start going to the gym. No, I mean, because I think anybody can and should go to the gym. Um, I don't think I need to, like, build up at home. I okay. think gym can be a place for any old person to walk into and start making themselves better. So um, I'm looking at a program called strong lifts five by five, which is this very, I like it because of its simplicity. And it, I think it got really popular because of its simplicity, because you, there's only five exercises and you do like, so on day one, you do only three exercises. And what you do is you do five sets five times so five five reps of yeah five sets of five reps um and it's supposed to be like all the exercises are supposed to be really full body exercises so that's why you do so little um and you just kind of like you're supposed to apparently the first day you're supposed to find out how many you can do one set or like how how much weight you can do in one set of five reps and then that tells you well, you take that amount, like that that maximum you can do, and half it, and then that's your five sets of five. Uh, and then you automatically add a certain amount of weight every week and just go from there. It's supposed to be straightforward. And Shouldn't that require you to also have a certain dietary? Well, like anything, I mean... Because, I mean, the more protein you eat, yeah, yeah. You your muscle mass. Oh, yeah. And there's, so it's yeah. like... Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff involved. I hate, like, I hate that kind of stuff because to me, I'm like... It's a real pro... I mean, it should be like... It's like a piece to the puzzle. Uh, you think it's a... But, well... But, but like, there's not... There's not a... It always seems like there's never something that... Unless you pay for like an actual like trainer or something. Mm-hmm. There's never something that's just like... Here's every piece of the puzzle. You know, like... Well, I think it's designed... It's the kind of thing where the training program just expects you've already looked up what mm-hmm. you should be doing to build muscle, i.e. Well, it's like I want something well, that's like protein helps me just on a daily life schedule. You want like, like a full? I want like here's a full what you need like to be doing. You know, when you're not working, yeah, you're going to the gym. You're eating right for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. You're getting eight uh, hours of sleep. Hours I can't sleep. tell you. I mean, we all kind of like, yeah, I know you're supposed to get eight hours of sleep, whatever. I, you know, I know, I know. But the, but then I started looking up um, stuff about lifting and, and people saying like, what I wish I knew eight years ago, stuff like that. And the um, people are effusive about telling you like, and get your rest. You have to get your rest. You're not going to build muscle if you can't rest. You got, it's, it's imperative. And I was like, Jesus, okay, I will certainly try just like i'm always trying to get eight hours um but yeah i mean you could i mean all i've on one of the same websites where i was reading up on five by five the strong lifts thing uh i also found people listing their daily food 
and mm. take. So, I mean, you can find that stuff. You can have it put together for you. Or you can have it, you can put it together yourself. And, I mean, it is pretty straightforward. Eat a lot of protein, sleep eight hours, follow the training program, and you will put on, you will make gains, as the as the bros say. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. It's It's the gym, right? It's the easiest thing to just not want to do anymore. Because <laughs> that's the thing is you, you, you got to do it every week. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously you're going to have times when you can't, but otherwise, I mean, me doing research, I was looking at people saying like, I decided to look back on my three years. <laughs> now, supposedly you make the most gains right when you get into it. Like your body is so shocked and there's so much there's such a difference between you not working out and you working out that you make your most gains straight off and then it kind of accidentally drops off. And honestly, if I can, you know, if I can jump off to a, to a place that I'm comfortable with, cause I'm not looking to be Mr. Bro dude with like the big muscles. I just want to have, you know, better physique. I want to have more strength. I want to be able to lift. I, I told the guy at the gym, I was like, I honestly want to be able to just lift a heavy thing, you know, like, Hey, we need help with this thing. And I want to be the guy that like, like, yeah, I can get that. You know, I mean, I can still, I can lift heavy stuff now, but it's it's not really, (laughs) I have difficulties, you know? So we'll see. Okay. Anything else? No, I don't think I could possibly talk about anything else that's happened to me this week. Okay. Two weeks and two weeks. Oh yeah. All right. I'm going to play a clip. Uh, this is going to be from uh, episode 21 of Outlandish Podcast. Damn it. This is an intervention. To... Are you going to call me out on something? No. Let me unlock my stupid phone. Apparently it doesn't want to recognize me. Yes, I get it. Yes. Paramount. <laughs> All this buildup. All right, here we go. I'm going to mute us. <laughs> um. All right, now on the final note. note. On the final note. Blizzard, apparently, uh, you can find blue posts and stuff in regards to them talking about was Diablo 3 the mystery MMO project that they were working on. And they've pretty much said, no, that's not it. They still are working on a new IP. And I'm speculating BlizzCon. Hmm. BlizzCon is going to be the name of the new MMO. I think it'd no, be funny well, if yeah, the code it's gonna be a, it's It's going to be a tycoon game. You have to make your own <laughs> oh Blizzard God. convention. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd play the <laughs> shit out of that. You got to decide what you got to give away and stuff. In a goodie bag. I think it'd be funny if, the, you know, because the code name of it is Hydra. And if they announce it and they say, we have a new MMOIP called Hydra. That's, just like, <laughs> that's what it's called. It wasn't well, the code name. I'm, I'm trying to figure calling. out what do, you, what, do you think they would, what do you think they would market? Do you think they would market fantasy again? Or do you think they would? They're kind of a fantasy brand now. If you, if you kind of include sci-fi into fantasy. So would you, so you think sci-fi maybe? Sci-fi fantasy, maybe a futuristic, uh, maybe gnomes in space. I think knowing Blizzard, if they actually introduce an IP, it would be an amazing idea. It'd be some setting theme that we would be post-apocalyptic. Have of. No, maybe no. No, I think it would not be um, dragons fantasy like World of Warcraft. Basically, is mm-hmm. it would not be sci-fi, and it wouldn't even be post-apocalyptic, and it would be some other some what's, real world kind of like. I mean, <clears throat> I don't Second know. Life. Kind of like a, it'd have like the Team Fortress Two guess, kind of feel, and it'd be like a World War, maybe a kind of a maybe they're old, making a World War, World War Two online too. <laughs> I mean, would, would they should do? Uh, all right, so oh, I thought it was gonna get like even eerier. Yeah. So 
Like I, I made that prediction that it was going to be a TF2 like game. <laughs> right after we said like a real world, yeah, but also sci-fi. <laughs> Proof that Blizzard listens to Outlandish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they love our fantastic insight. But that was let's see here. Uh, let me look here. They actually had announced Hydra, which eventually became Titan, and they were like. We've announced this thing, but we don't actually we don't actually know what it's gonna be. Ugh, what are we gonna do? And then they all listened to Outlandish, yeah. and they were like, "That's brilliant." Uh, Team Fortress yeah. Two, set in the future, sci-fi. We should really clone, ship that. it, box it, make it an MMO, uh, which didn't work out. So then they had to make it into Overwatch. Let's see here. I'm trying to remember who told us that. Let me see here. Um, that was. Pariah GG. He says, uh, I have a habit of listening to old podcast episodes, and I kid you not, you somehow managed to predict Overwatch back in The Burning Crusade. <laughs> it was back in episode 21, and you mentioned a TF2 style shooter, or TF2 style MMO or shooter, as Blizzard's next new IP. Around the 48 minute mark is when you start talking about Hydra, which was the code name, but it's around 4810 that you mentioned the TF2 feel. But yeah, so, uh, he says, uh, yeah, I've been commuting, so I started from episode one, and it's been lining up fairly well, because I, I said that it was nice that uh, it was an April episode, I think is what I said. Uh, let me see here. Ah. Uh, oh, the previously from it apparently fit, which was, let's see what the previously was. Let's listen to what the previously was. Uh, 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 just go all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> Stupid thing. Alright, here we go. This thing's finicky here. Previously on Outlandish. Is that Jesus? Uh, I think that's Jesus. I think it is Jesus. That's he has the that. long hair, the, oh. the robe, yo, and the sandals. Jesus! Yo! He's got him he's speaking to a bunch of people. Jesus Christ, over here! Jesus H Christ! Jesus, he can't hear us! Jesus! Why can't he hear us? I, I think he's profiting. That's step three. And now, out. <laughs> I was like, man, those were bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was all revolved around like a really bad in joke that was a reference to a South yeah. Park episode. <laughs> Jesus! Man. Yeah, we used to do previously on. <laughs> they, were, they varied from pretty good to. Boy, they had a lot of ones where you could tell they didn't, they couldn't. Give me an episode one through 50. Oh, I'm going to say, we'll we'll go for one. Uh, I'm going to say episode 13. Episode 13. All right, here we go. Let's see what episode 13 sounds like, Justin, on previously. Previously on Outlandish. Oh, wrong podcast. Third, second segment? The second segment. Oh, this is when I was doing like Uh, mashups. Look at me, I got black temple trash gear on. Scorch, 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 scorch. The thing's already dead. Damn, it falls down right in front of him. He just pounds that air. Because well, he can pound was, you. Um, but uh, there's point. not always somewhere to go, person. Strike, strike, strike. Yeah. Turkey. I'm down. <sighs> Somebody's like, okay, battle res. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Stab him in the ass. <laughs> 
and uh Superstar. I have the urge to get revenge. Oh shit, oh shit. Tier five gear Josh, for Josh, everybody. Woo! Drops. Wait, um, wait, wait. <laughs> a shitty mage, a shitty shaman, and a not so shitty mage, but a real asshole blows ass. Kinda shitty asshole. G kick? She thinks. Maybe not uh, the good people. Yeah. Mm. I've got an ass load. You're doing it wrong. Yikes. I recommend that. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I would not recommend that. No, no. sir. And that's about all I have to say about that. <laughs> so we're going to end on that note because that's about our high point of the podcast right there. And now, outlandish. <laughs> Literally, all this stuff happened last week. <laughs> Just a bunch of clips. All right. Well, that wasn't such a good one. Let's try episode 14. <laughs> I liked that one. Previously on Outlandish. That's Cloverfield. So then, so this the only thing blew up the train. No, a couple did. I put the fell roof. What's going on? Maybe you should have left town a little bit earlier, right? Go, 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 go! It's a good move. <laughs> I just put in Fell Reavers yeah. twice. Hey, it's effective. Hey. It's effective. Hey. All right. Well, that was a lovely trip down memory lane. Yeah. So, uh, thanks to uh, Pariah GG, which, by the way, he spells Pariah with a, a one instead of I. Ah, because he's from the internet. Because he's, he's elite. Yeah. He's elite. He's cool like that. He's He's... Fatalistic. He said, God, that's insane. I started listening in my freshman year of high school, and now I'm a college graduate and working. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is insane. Uh, all right, so some things I got to talk about. I've got things to say. I would like to open a can of Pringles that roll right off the assembly line because I bet they're already broken. Like you refuse to believe that you yeah. get a can of Pringles that doesn't have at least some broken chips yeah, in it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the way they're packaged, there's a lot of space in there. I feel like a can of Pringles is like I don't know if you ever saw the uh, I think it was Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme, and he has to do like the test where he does the punch of the bricks. And he has to make the bottom one explode, basically, or mm. one in the middle or something like that. Yeah. 
So I feel like that's the can of Pringles. Like he just so, something happens to a can of Pringles where like none of like half the chips don't break on the top, mm-hmm. but like in the middle there's like five crunched ones, and then the rest are okay. Like I just feel like it's also always the ones at the bottom, right? Like the, the there's just a mess at the bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's what's good about a can of Pringles. Kind of. Like, I'm kind of yeah. Kinda, Oh yeah, oh, yeah, you just dump yeah, it right yeah. In. Everybody knows. You feel like the crumbs at the bottom. You would almost like to just take a can of Pringles and shake it up really hard, and then just kind of you know drink it. You're I, drinking a can <laughs> of Pringles. Just get shards of Pringle yeah. into your gums. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like crumbled up Pringles would be a good topping for some sort of like redneck casserole or something. <laughs> like redneck uh, pizza casserole, you crumble up the pizza pretzels. <laughs> Trying a different brand of toilet paper is a challenge. Mm. Why would you? Why? Why would you quit the tried and true? I don't know about you, but I got a tried and true. Yeah. Did, yeah. did they go out of business or no? No, it was just they weren't they weren't on sale. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, I'll try this other brand just to see. Right. It says it's how soft. will you know? Yeah, yeah. How will you know otherwise? Yeah. But no. Mm. Yeah. Is it unusably? No. Yeah. I mean, just it'd like, get me by. Right, but next time if the, your shit's not say, on sale, it'll get me ply. Oh, <laughs> you're pretty, you're pretty fly for a ply guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but next time when your shit's not on sale, yeah. you'll be like, ah, worth it. Well, usually, worth it. yeah, I have assessed the value. Usually, and it's worth it. Usually, what I do is I wait till it goes on sale and I buy like five or six. Oh yeah, yeah, it. yeah, and then I'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm set because Kroger has my my paper that my toilet paper that I buy at like eight ninety nine or something like that mm. for like six rolls, and uh, usually I can wait till they do like a four four buy four save four buy five save five buy six save six or whatever, mm. and they drop that price down to like five ninety nine or six ninety nine or something like that, mm. and then I'll just buy up like four or five of that right, but yeah yeah I was just thinking like. You basically just you, you are taking it into your own hands, basically. Uh, but uh. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you, you can usually tell like between the the really cheap shit. Yeah, you're like, I'm pretty sure this is this brand's really soft. Yeah, or at least they they've got it all over. Yeah, here, you know, and that's what's. I I don't think you know the brand, and this is this is the brand I bought, but Angel Soft. Yeah, I feel like. That should never be called Angel Soft. Like that's just misleading to people. Like <laughs> because know? the idea of Angel yeah. Soft is too crazy. Like I mean, you're not you're not Angel Soft. Like, I mean, if angels existed, and I'm assuming they do, like, like no way, man. I, I'd like to imagine there are angels up there, and they're like, I would never use that fucking toilet paper. <laughs> that's like Satan made this that is, toilet paper. Well, God, 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 where's God? Uh, where's Jesus? Is Jesus around? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Can we do something about the, I mean, you know, does the CEO, can we, can just, we, can oh we? no, there's a fire at the factory. <laughs> this is, this is bullshit, Jesus. Yeah. This is Angel they soft. They are tannish, 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 tannish. Tarnishing. Yeah. What they're doing that. <laughs> uh, am I the only one to get confused by on and off ramp terminology? Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but in my Maybe. head, when people are like, you gotta get on the off ramp. And I'm like, I, that's getting off the interstate. It's yeah. getting off the major thoroughfare. Yeah. yeah. 
but for some odd reason in my head, I get them crossed. I know what they are. Yeah, I mean, because you're you're getting on and off of something. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So I could, I could, there's definitely room for confusion. I will allow it. Like, <laughs> uh, last thing I got. How many times have you found yourself in a situation where you got ahead of yourself, like putting something together and realizing you left out a screw? I was listening to This American Life, and they talked about a doctor at the South Pole having to remove his own appendix. And all I could think was, why wouldn't you have it removed prior to going there? And I wondered if all astronauts had remo- had theirs removed. Just go ahead and get it the fuck out of yeah, there. Like, 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 that's a major thing we, that we have you to have your can prevent. Like, There's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, but that, that shit can just go wrong. Like, you don't need it. What? In fact, if you had your wisdom teeth out. What happens, like, we all know you die from appendicitis. Yes. But what happens from tonsillitis? You die. Do you die from tonsillitis? No, I don't I think don't know. so. I don't... That's a good question. Uh, I suppose you would eventually just get sicker until you die. Like appendicitis, we know it because it happens. It can happen fast. Yeah. But I imagine you, much like any like pneumonia or bronchitis, like left untreated, uh, and well, literally completely untreated. I would imagine you'd get sicker until you die. Yeah. Probably until your to your throat closed up or something. Huh. Just suffocate. Oh. It must have sucked to be alive like 500 years ago. You would it just must have guess. sucked to be alive 100 years ago. Well, I mean, at least they had some stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Did they have penicillin? No, you're right. That yeah. would suck too. Yeah. Just yeah, man, that's crazy to think because that means that people for millions, thousands, hundreds, lots of years. It's just dinosaurs, Justin. It's just dinosaurs. <laughs> people for lots of years have just like, oh. Boy, I've, I, that really just disagreed with me. The back, yeah. my back of my, my back is just hurting. Oof. Like an hour later. Oh man, that's really hurting. What is going on? Hour later. Ah, oh my God, I can't take it. And he just dies. <laughs> and that just happened to people. He couldn't take it, guys. It, it, <laughs> I mean, did they call him. it appendicitis? Did they even know back then? Or did they just, the doctor's just right. Yep. Another one of these lots of pain in the, in the lower back and then died. People. Well, they they probably did autopsies afterwards, and they probably discovered. I guess it'd be burst yeah. in there, right? Yeah. Oh, this goddamn organ! Why can't we figure out this organ? Well, I heard on the, on the do this American anything. Life, they it said just it was murders. It just takes life. <laughs> they said it was as big as a pinky. Oh my god! What an evil little fuck! Maybe that's the one thing Satan it, got into our creation. He's it, like, <laughs> they don't even need this. <laughs> it's just gonna kill all random for ones. A fucking bite of an apple. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you, that's where that's where conspiracy theorists would be like, "Hmm, it's the size of a bite of an apple." <laughs> that's the little bit of curse left in us, <laughs> located right near the rib. That, is <laughs> that reminder missing rib. Um, but uh, I think it's supposed to provide some sort of immune boost, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, they've they the appendix found. I thought the I th- use for it. I thought uh, I swear it has it has a slight function. <laughs> I thought so. It's just a lazy organ. Like it's like the it's like the most expendable employee at the workplace. Like yeah, we've kind of kind of taken away all its responsibilities, and it's Milton. It's, it's Milton a, of our bodies. It's weird. It's like it's attached to your large intestine. Apparently, oh, it just so it looks like pain. a malformity. 
Like it, like like it's but not like, meant to be there. I like the image though when you Google appendix, appendix and it's just showing a guy like oh on the pillow. It's like oh goddamn fucking bullshit. <laughs> if I squeeze this pillow, but it doesn't hurt so much. It's the Milton of organs, and sometimes when it kills people, it's the he's burning the building down. Hmm, that's really weird. Uh, the appendix is blah blah blah. Function of the appendix is unknown. Never mind. One theory is ha. that the appendix acts. One theory is that the appendix acts as a storehouse for good bacteria, rebooting the digestive system after diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea illnesses. Other experts believe the appendix is just a useless remnant from our evolutionary past. Surgical removal of the appendix causes no observable health problems. Hmm. So weird. Yeah, it's crazy. It probably is some evolutionary step, something we needed at some point to deal with the world. And, now it's and probably like, yeah. what's going to happen is that these are going to come along yep. that only the appendix will be able to cure. Yep. And so therefore, those fuckers that had appendicitis or any of that nature, they'll just be weeded out. They'll all and die we'll off. all inherit the, <laughs> the ap- appendix master race will survive again. Do you think uh, necrophiliacs... Fuck hope, corpses? Hope, yeah, hope, hope for like apocalyptic scenarios? I don't think they're... <laughs> that's a funny. You think they're like? That's a funny thought. Yeah, like, it's like, like that's. Just, the... I see him step outside and, and he just. Why do birds suddenly appear? He's walking <laughs> like, around like, like virus will attack. Viral. He's <laughs> just got there's just blood and he's like, oh, <laughs> lube. It's lube in their mouth. <laughs> like necrophilia is like, boy. I hope whatever disease does kill out. The majority of the human race, I hope it makes them bleed from every orifice. Oh. 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 All right. Uh, let's see if I got any emails in. Um, played in a uh, Magic pre-release. Uh, one guy asked about, like, why I... He, he was, like, trying to, like talk me into getting back into magic so I could play like try to play qualifiers and teams and stuff like that with them and stuff. And I told him, I explained to him like how, you know, I just realized like it's a lot of money and a lot of commitment and I just get frustrated. Mm. Like that's my, it just, it's like, Oh man, I love, I love magic, blah, blah, blah. And I'll start playing. And then I just get frustrated at how random and chance I yeah. feel like it is. Yeah. And I compared it to chess and I was like, chess we both start off with the same pieces. Yep. It's not, I start off with pieces, you start off with pieces, but who knows? I could get a pawn before you could, or <laughs> yeah, I could get a queen right. before you could. It's not that. It's like you, we all have it already laid out. Yep. And, because yep. that's, that's my thing is like, I want to think that I'm intelligent enough to play the game, but just I get so frustrated with scenarios and stuff that take place while I'm playing that really makes it unfun. Especially, and I told him, you know, he, he would drive to Dallas, San Antonio, uh, Kansas City, so, you know, within a six-hour yeah. mi- six drive or something like that to these qualifiers and stuff. And I was like, to me, that's just a waste of money and time. Like, especially if my frustrations would come with uh, our friend David qualified for day two of a Grand Prix, and then he scrubbed out. He didn't He didn't make beyond, I think he placed like 110th or something like that, mm-hmm. so he didn't place any money. And my thing is that he paid like $50 entry fee, yep. paid for a hotel room for that night, mm-hmm. 
and played, spent all that time playing for nothing, really. Well, he played for a chance. He tested right. himself. He reached for something. That's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, I mean, if it, he if he had done better, it would have been all oh, worth it. Yeah, and so, it's a hobby, and you do get enjoyment out of right. it. But, but to your point, like you can tell, you're not such a, uh, you know, prodigy, yeah. prodigy, that you, you like you could tell yeah. where it would where it yeah. would end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you can you can tell. Yeah, I know how that's gonna go down. And I feel like it's like stars aligning basically every time you go. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about the mana system Yeah, in the past. And I mean, I don't really bother to log in. I, I told them, I was like, you guys should play Hex. And I was like, I can give you any of the cards you want. I mean, you know, I can get you set up if you want to play that, try to play that competitively. But uh, I'm guessing they'd never heard of it. Uh, David knows about it. Cause well, I'm David, yeah. Him, but I'm not sure if uh, this guy Michael knew about it, though, uh. but... But I was like, yeah, I can do two drafts a week, guys, and get you all the cards you want. You can get you whatever you want you need. Try to play that competitively. Uh, they do, uh, Hex actually does do some monetary tournaments. I wonder how they're doing. I wouldn't think so. I just keep waiting for yeah. the other yeah. shoe to drop. I, I, I have to believe, this would be bad for me to say, but I, ha- I think I would be amazed if there's another Gen Con setup. This year. This year, even? Yeah. Hmm. And if there was one this year, I would be surprised if it made it to next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feel like it's just... Like, they've just missed their chance. Like, yeah, you've got... And they can say, oh, we're growing, but, I mean, monetarily are you growing, or just account-wise are you growing? Right. Because, like, if you can get a thousand people in there, but if nobody's spending money to make your make it, I mean... Yeah, so I, I just worry that I don't I I can only go on, you know, how long it takes me to do drafts, how long it takes me to do stuff in there, and how long, you know what I'm seeing in the draft system, and and so I mean they don't actually. And my thing is like you don't publish numbers, therefore I'm already cautious of like or worried about it. If you never if you never make it publicly known how many people are doing something at any time, I'm already like yeah, it's probably not. Good. Well, I think the easiest thing to know how well a game is doing this day and age, especially an online game, is to just look at how many people are streaming it. Mm-hmm. That's about as good an example. You can look at Steam charts, because they're on Steam now, right? Yeah. Um, those are all indicators. And I would imagine they don't show up very well. Yeah. That. yeah. But anyways, uh, let's look at emails But here. hey, it was fun when we went to uh, Los Angeles last year. Oh, it, like, look, I... I'm always like, I, I'm grateful for Corey and what he's done. Yes. Um, I, I hate, my biggest thing is that I hate how long it's taken them to get to the point that they got to or that they're at now and still have not fulfilled a bunch of promises from the Kickstarter. Yeah. And I, and, I, and it's, and it sucks too because like you can also see, well, they're having trouble getting an audience. So I can totally understand why they're, yeah. I mean, you have to promise things even if there's a possibility. You have to promise things on the assumption that you'll be able to get the kind of funding you're looking for and then the kind of player base you're looking for. Yeah. I think if they would have had – I wonder if you could take what product they have right now and if you were to do a Kickstarter for that, if it would have had a better following and actual retention. 
So you say what they have right now is in um, before we'd had a chance to play it if they had had all this ready to go. Right. And they were like, and they were like, we need the funding to continue with the actual like, yeah, the stuff that we wanted, which was like, you know, uh, group play, guilds and stuff like that. Most type stuff. Yeah, if they would have been able to do that kind of, st- if they would have been like, "Hey, we need Kickstarter for that," I think they would have been a lot more successful. Yeah, yeah. I think that they could have, with let's say they launched now, mm-hmm. uh, with Hearthstone being able to address what Hearthstone is, and being able to say like, in our game, you can trade cards. Like yeah. that's a big deal compared to Hearthstone. Yeah. That's something you can highlight without even saying, unlike Hearthstone, you just say like, you can trade cards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think what really hurt them the most is that Kickstarter and the delay between an actual product and that Kickstarter. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, you remember when we went out to our first Gen Con, like, it had a line, you know, it took forever it did, to get yeah. into the game. Yeah, it really you did. Know, that was a lot of anticipation for that. Yeah. And then after that, every Gen Con since then has just been slowly dwindling right right yeah totally i know last year's gen con it was like who's in the who's in the area oh it's all those it's all those people people, that are always in there and go to and that core group of people that are actually into this game yeah that bought all the draft tickets right uh let's see here we had a couple of emails come in since we last recorded those small brownies? Yes, I made brownies last night. She probably heated them up. Mm. Uh, Nick writes in. He says, Ice, Iceland Adventure. Uh, oh, go ahead. Did you do a mix or did you make them scratch? Or? It was a mix. Oh, okay. Then I improvised. I added some uh, Nestle hot chocolate mix to it. Into the brownie mix? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, some chocolate chips into the brownie mix. Yeah? So uh, How'd that work out? I don't know. I haven't tried them. Oh. She ate them. Or she's eating them. Yeah. Um, Nick right in says, Iceland Adventure. Hi, boys. It's Nick. Oh, yeah. He tweeted at me. This ought to be interesting. Formerly Dota Nick. Now I'm Iceland Nick, since that is what I talked to Justin on Twitter about. Anyway, so here's my Iceland tale for Justin. My wife and I were driving through the mountains on Ring Road back into Reykjavik, if Justin remembers the layout. Yep, yep. And it Ring was, Road uh, is the road that goes around the island. Okay. It says, and it was beautiful out. Mm-hmm. The mountains were perfect parts, snow, moss, and rock, and the sun was shining. I took a side road and was taking in the scenery. I see a two-inch thick patch of snow with tire tracks through it and drive over it, and boom, my car stops moving. I get out and say, you have to be kidding me. I push, I pull, I put both my shirts under the tires, and I put the floor mats under the tires. I put gravel under the tires. Eventually, I give in, turn the cell signal on my phone, and call 112, which is their version of 911. They were, co- they were very kind and transferred me to a tow company, which eventually got to me, and after about two seconds of pulling with his winch, I was free. <laughs> I got charged what I assume was the, quote, stupid tourist who got stuck, quote, rate, and we made it back. All in all, that was the most beautiful place I've ever been, 
but also the most expensive. <laughs> Keep up the podcast, my friends, Nick. Iceland, and I've probably said this before, is remarkably cheap to get to and stay in, if you know what you're doing, i.e. looking for deals. Uh, and it's expensive. Everything there is expensive. The food's expensive. The clothing, clothes are expensive. It's pricey. So it kind of bounces out. Yeah. And also means that you can... Because there, there's probably thrifty ways to eat cheap uh, and just yeah, you not just buy go out anything. there and like catch something and kill it and or fish. You go fish. <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah, if you need fishing. a fishing license or something out there. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. I know that you can go trout fishing there, but I, if it's like other European countries, there it's a catch and release place only. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it's right on the ocean. But I you don't figure know. like if you fish right off the ocean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the ocean. There's more f- fish in the sea. That's the saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested about that. Hmm. Oh, sure. It's not for. It's not right for me to use a pole and catch something, but you can take a big ass fucking boat with a net and just scoop them up, huh? Those guys have licenses, apparently, and they don't need any of it. They sell it. <laughs> uh, Alex wrote in. It says splitting audio. Hey, all. In episode 362, Jeremy was talking about putting your voices to different channels. If you do this, please don't put yourselves fully into either the left or right channel. I have hearing loss in my left ear. Not completely deaf, but it's worse than my right. And listening via headphones would be troublesome. Mm. Some of the early Two Turns Ahead episodes tried this. They had one host 100% left, one host 100% right, and one host split 50-50. I couldn't listen to the episode with my headphones because the left host sounded very soft to me. But the right host was normal or loud. So, pro tip, if you want to split channels, at max, do an 80-20 split. Mm-hmm. says, P.S., to clarify last week's email, I haven't played Hex since we stopped doing Threshold. Oh, only, that Alex. Only vaguely, uh, I only vaguely pay attention to what's going on in-game now. Uh, P.P.S., since you were talking about shows, I just started watching an anime called Re-Zero, starting life in a new world. And recommend it to those of you interested in anime. I highly recommend giving the first episode and maybe the second, i.e. what Crunchyroll calls 1A and 1B, a try without reading too much about the show. But some non-spoiler info is that it's squarely in the fantasy genre with demi-humans and magic. Hmm. What, is it, what did he say it was called? Re, R-E, colon, zero. So like Resident Evil, colon, zero. Yeah. Re, I'm not getting... And then starting life in a new world. He has it with, like, hyphens around starting life in a new world. You see it there? It's, like, right there somewhere. Oh, it is actually... Okay. I didn't realize the re was spelled out. That'll help. What's that? Re, like Resident Evil? Well, I thought the zero was... Oh. uh, a, A number. Sorry. That's fine. My bad. Ain't... No thing, but Chicken Wing hanging on string. I know Attack uh, Titan started up, right? I heard about that, and it's so late that I'm like, yep, okay, I'll watch that at some point. <laughs> well, I mean, it's on Crunchyroll, and I assume it's weekly. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not I'm not even going to bother with it, man. Right. I'll wait till that's completely done, then I'll get a Crunchyroll subscription for a month. I'll watch it, and I'll be done with it. Or even just wait till Netflix. Yeah. The show looks weird. Okay. All right. show looks weird. 
But I it's mean, anime. It all looks it's, weird, it's right? It's no uh, <laughs> tennis anime or badminton anime or whatever other weird-ass shit you watch anime. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Or, you know, takes one to no one, crocheting, right? Like, I know... Crocheting anime. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think of all I the... I watch crochet anime. Totally watch that shit. If it was interesting and characters and... Yeah. Oh no, there's an enemy. I must crochet a, a scarf to wrap around its neck. I don't know that there'd be any fighting. Oh, they're doing a double loop. It's a double loop. I've never seen that technique. Only my grandmother knew how to do it back in the 20s. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Uh, that's all we got then. Thanks for this episode 362 of Outlandish Podcast. We almost made it to an hour. Almost. Oh, we're not on a G's. No. But thanks for this episode 362 of Outlandish. Uh, we'll catch you in 363. If you'd like to follow us on uh, Twitter, you can, Outlandish Cast. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt. You can follow Justin, Outlandish Beats. You can follow Jeremy, Outlandish Jer. Uh, John got married, for those that don't know. Congratulations, John. Yeah. Uh, really kind of irked me that uh, nobody told me Brandon was in town. I would have done a running on E slash Outlandish podcast kind of group mashup yeah. thing. But that's cool. I mean, he was only in town for like a whole John, fucking week. John is a classic dude in that, like, it's not like he's withholding information. Right, right, He right, just, right. he's not going to like pick up the phone just to say, oh, hey, by the way, yeah. this thing. Yeah. Like, it would have to come up in conversation yeah. or you'd be on the phone with them already or something. Yeah. So it's just, so yeah. that's, you, there's often things where you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know that yeah. was going on. Yeah. But, okay. you know, okay. I don't, we don't hold it against yeah. him. Yeah. I don't no, hold I, it do. I do. I do. I <laughs> do. But, uh, yeah, uh, would have been nice to have a nice professional recording of running on E. Yeah. And it'd be fun to have Brandon on. That's fine. I mean, you just go back to Skyping, I guess, uh, with your shitty audio. That's <laughs> fun. I did think about getting a wedding gift of, like, blue Yetis, like a blue Yeti mic or, uh, oh. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> some good mics. Here you go. Yeah. I got you some nice mics. I think it's blue Yeti. I don't remember. Whatever. But yeah, they're like $50. Insulated? A snowball mic, I think. is what Are they know. super insulated? Can you store cold tea in them and have it still be cold uh-huh, like yeah. 10 hours later? Yep. Figured since they're Yeti brand. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Which doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, Yeti would be warm, right? Wouldn't he stay warm all the time? Well, it's sort of like your off-ramp, on-ramp, you know? Like, yeah. yes, the Yeti would be warm. And I think that is the point because most people are going to put really hot things into it. And oh, it's going to keep you? it really hot. Yeah. Most people are going to, most people put coffee. Yeah. I guess that's, that's it. Yeah. That's the really hot thing that people put in there. Pretty much. You, you put, coffee. Put some soup. You could put some soup in there. Most definitely. I don't doubt Yeti is more than happy to sell you a soup container. I need to start bringing back, a, I need to start using a thermos. Thermos. Get you, but get you one of the newfangled ones that keeps that shit going all yeah. day. So you don't, you don't, you just take it to your desk. Yeah. And it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. Mm. Delicious. A nice big one, too, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. So you can put, like, your stew. Yeah. Your slow cooker. Yeah. Stuff in there. Somebody should make yeah. a slow cooker thermos. Hmm. It's not the worst idea. Like. I, I think, yeah. Like, on the side, it just attaches a power cord to it. Yep. And then you can detach it. Yep. And just, you know. I like it. Yeah. It's like a, a one quart. It's a big thermos. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a one how about, pint. How about I don't a half know. Port? I don't know my. I don't know my uh, liters or my metric. Wait, there's those both. 
metric system. That would be no court. That's not the metric system, is it? No. No, there ain't no killer courts or anything like that. <laughs> Leaders. Court. I don't know if that's imperial. I guess it's imperial. Yeah. It's got to be imperial, right? Quartz, pints, gallons. All imperial. Ounces. Ounces. Cups. Cups. Te- teaspoons. Tablespoons. <laughs> yep, we just named a bunch of liquid holding units. Why were we naming those? I don't know. Uh, For thermoses? Yes. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking uh, a half a quart because that's two cups. So that was two pints. No, a pint. Maybe a pint is two cups. Yeah, I thought it goes cups to pints to quarts to gallons. Yep, yep. Yes, yes. Sure. To tanks. (laughs) To the world. (laughs) The ocean. Basically, like a. uh, catamarying over here on my <laughs> liquids. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so yeah, there you go. New idea, Shark Tank that shit. Uh, get on that, somebody design it. Every time I like see something designed on these kick, uh, Kickstarters, I'm, I'm thinking like, how, how did you, how did you even like start on that shit? Like, I'm just like, anything, anything really, like technology wise, like how did you start prototyping it? How did you even like, Get the resources. Did you go to Radio Shack or something and start buying those parts? A lot of people even... will just put their uh, life savings into shit like that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stories where you're like, yep, I put all the money I had into it. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, what if this didn't happen? And then you realize that there's a bunch of people that do that and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And they and just have like, to go back mm-hmm. and work some shitty job that they hate for the rest of their life to maybe start to make back their retirement. Yeah. It really sucks when people go on to Shark Tank with, like, a food idea or something. Because they just demolish it. Like, they're just like, so what stops me from just doing it myself? Oh, so what, anytime it's... Uh, anytime they, it, it's, can't be it doesn't have a patent or anything. Uh, like, a service. Yeah. Or, like, like Blue Apron. Like, there's so many of those things now. Yeah. Like, what stops anybody from just doing that? Oh, and of course, the answer is delivery service. Okay. The answer is nothing except that you were first, so you have to constantly evolve to be at least as good as the right. competition. Right. Which I'm sure the investors are like, yeah, that's too difficult an industry to be in. Which is funny because you you figure uh, Facebook and that kind of stuff would have spawned like multiple things at that time, but I guess since it was far. It's a lot to keep. It's sort of like an MMO. Like you, there's a lot to put into it, yeah. and to be able to and to expect. And people like to have one. They don't like to be on multiple. It's crazy to think of like try to think of like what the next website's going to do. The next popular social media website. You know, you already have pictures. You got I video. Guess Snapchat is the last one. That really get popular, but there's probably something the kids are using that I'm not. I don't know anything about because yeah. I'm an old. Oh man, you don't know about Buzzwiz? <laughs> He's so old, man. Is this what the Gramps? Gramps. Everybody's using Buzzwiz now, man. Jeez. <sighs> Give it a time. Don't even, old man. and then they flash some hand symbol that's like yeah. an emoticon. I'm out. Emoji. <laughs> You're like this. (laughs) And they jump on their hoverboard. (laughs) Give it 10 years, Matt. 
We'll be even older and there'll be kids running around on yeah. our boards. I was thinking next you year. You don't know about Next year is like 20 year reunion. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Ugh, I gotta get into shape. <laughs> well, you should want to do that of your own volition, not because... <laughs> no, no. No? Okay. You gotta impress people. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Otherwise, why the fuck bought her? Yeah. I didn't leave this place, man. Fuck this. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for this episode. Hey, we made it to an hour. Thanks for this all episode. Right. <laughs> thanks for this episode 362. 362? Three. 363 of Outlandish Podcast. Uh, I think I said 362 earlier then. Uh, thanks for this episode 363. You can catch us at 364. You can like us on Facebook at WFX. You're doing it again. You actually did this earlier. What? All of what you're doing. You no, did, I didn't do the. Did I didn't do the Facebook part. I did the Twitter part. Okay, but I didn't do the Facebook part. All right. I thought you. I thought you. You can send us an email, a letter at Outlandish Podcast. You didn't do you this. Do the, I. I only did. You can listen to us a little. And you can uh, like follow us on Twitter. Like us on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Go back and listen to it, Justin. Three sixty. I believe you. You don't listen to our own podcast. Hell no! I can't even get to all the podcasts I want to listen to. I can't even. I, I was thinking the other day about listening to a uh, video game podcast. Yeah. Because like, I remember listening, you know, I remember... One Up? I remember having one so much yours. time, I'd listen to One Up, I'd listen Hell to... Yeah. Um, uh, CGW Radio? CGW, I, well, I also listen to, like, GameSpot stuff. Yeah. Uh, I listen to uh, IGN's, some of the IGN, IGN stuff, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was thinking, like, I listened the other day, I think I think I made a tweet, like, a few years, a few months ago. Where I'd started listening to the last episode of One Up Yours. Mm. And it was where, like, uh, Garnet and... Uh, John Davis? John, yeah, he was there. Also, uh, Luke Smith. Um, Baby, I don't know what that guy's name was. Uh, uh, Shane Bittenhausen. Yeah, Shane Bittenhausen. Probably, yeah. Because um, they, they managed to get them all back for that yeah. last episode. And they were all, it was like a two or three hour episode yeah. or something. It's hard to listen to. Yeah, and Garnet Lewis start crying. So like, yeah. Yeah, we gotta go uh, take a break right now. And uh, yeah, it was very, it was very touching and everything. And yeah. uh, I, for, I just, it makes me forget about. It. I mean, I forget about that kind of stuff until I start like listening to stuff like that. That that stuff like that is what's going to end up being truly nostalgic because old movies and old songs and things like that. If you just if you actually watch it through the years, like if you rewatch that stuff. It kind of kills some of the nostalgia because you you start you because you, it's not from a time right. But like, it's like I, think I saw you, this in April. Yeah, but you're never gonna like. Oh, I'm gonna. I mean, some people, some of you folks out there, clearly have the time. You have mm. a type of job or whatever where you're just like, I'm gonna start Outlandish over, and that's great. I mean, I'm sure that's a fun ride. But I'll never go back and listen to One Up Years unless, except at some point, I'll be like, I'm gonna load up a few episodes of that, and it'll be. A nice nostalgic. Well, it was just funny because they would just talk about uh, those MPD numbers, MP. Yeah. Or and it was like weirdly exciting when it was MPD <laughs> day. The, I wanted to hear the, what the numbers were, and I wanted to hear like, them talk about it. Fucking that fucking Wii Sport, guys. That fucking Wii Sport. That <laughs> it shouldn't prints count. Money. It should not count because you're buying a peripheral. You're not really buying. Yeah. A, you got buy it for the Two game. Two cubes. Yeah. Duct tape together. <laughs> Old Luke Smith, who's still at Bungie, by the yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah, it was just it was just funny to listen to all of them and hear all that stuff. Uh, it, it's it's sad too because you know that's it's just dead now. I mean, like you couldn't you'd have to go look for that kind of stuff. Like there's not a stream of that available because the site's dead. Oh yeah, 
So you couldn't just go. We couldn't be like, hey, go go to iTunes and search for it. I mean, yeah, basically, you just type it into Google, and someone's yeah. archived them. Yeah, probably some BitTorrent sitting somewhere. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I missed the uh, legendary thread. I used to love listening to that. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Good times. But yeah, I can't remember. I mean, other than popping into this American Life every now and then, that's about it. That's uh, that's about know. it for you. Yeah, I don't listen to much much else. I listen to uh, Reply All, mm-hmm. which is a podcast about the internet. I played you a couple episodes last Gen Con trip. Um, I listened to who left a po- who left a podcast recently. All things considered, you're thinking of I think Robert Siegel. Maybe who I thought you stepped tweeted that. down from uh, NPR, like their main All Things Considered show. Yeah, and he'd been there for like forty something years. Not that show, but he'd been on that show for like thirty years, and he'd been at NPR like forty years. Yeah. Yeah. Be weird when Ira Glass steps down. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Thanks for episode 363. Let's just end this damn thing. It's actually ending now. All right. (laughs) Bye. There you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough.